0: Today's guest is Goja. She graduated with a degree in comparative religion in 2005 from Queensland's University. She's also the owner and producer of the YouTube channel called Cosmic Agency. On her channel, she presents communications with the Tigetan Pleiadian crew in orbit over the Earth that she has been in contact with almost daily since 2017. Today, we will learn about the Pleiadians and their thoughts and information about the afterlife. Uh, Goja, thank you so much for joining me and welcome.
1: Thank you very much. And uh, uh, yeah, thank you for inviting me mm-hmm. to your channel. It's, 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 it's my pleasure. Uh, how did you find out about my channel, actually?
0: Well, that's a great question. I believe someone in one of my comments basically said something like, can you please get Goja on as a guest? Mm -hmm. And from time to time, uh, people will do that, you know, say, can you please get so and so as a guest? And most of the time I'll go look them up and, and get them on. And I think it's great because they help me discover new people like you that I didn't even know was out there.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank
0: you for being my guest.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So so let's get to it. First of all, how, how did you get involved in being in communication with the Pleiadians?
1: Yes. Uh, Well, it started in 2017 when um, my friend, Robert, I was living in Spain at that time. Robert is Spanish. Uh, He attended a UFO Congress in Barcelona in 2017, and he met a person there, a a lady who at that time had contact with this specific target and Pleiadian group. So they started talking and she introduced him to them, to that, to the crew. And then uh, Robert introduced me to the lady and we got introduced to the, to the crew. And that's how it started. Uh, We are not in communication with that lady anymore, but we continue to talk to this Tigerton team. Uh, They are. In the orbit of the, air, of the Earth, which has to, it has to be mentioned that they are not the only ones. There are thousands of uh, extraterrestrial ships navigating and orbiting around the Earth. I don't know how much you know and your audience knows about the extraterrestrial presence, but it's, it's much more, much more in our face than we imagine. Hmm. Uh, they are, they are there, and they are not just there, but they are here. They are walking the Earth. Many of them come stepping down and you know performing whatever job they need to do. And they they have different ways of coming into Earth, but that's another topic. Uh, what has to be remembered is that they are people. This is like one of the first, most important things they have. Uh, they wanted to transmit to us since the beginning that they are, you know, not not some you know angelic beings or light beings or you know orbs. Uh, that's beyond. They are in a so-called fifth density. We are in a so-called third density. So uh, any, any of those angelic beings, you know, or light beings, um, you know, those other types of beings that don't have a form, they reside beyond 5D because many people come and argue, no, you are not talking to anybody because that's light beings. How can you be? No, the, in a fifth D a density that's orbit around the Earth, that's physicality. Those people are biological beings, um, people basically. Uh, of course, there there are other types of extraterrestrials who are not people-looking Andromedans, Syrians, and all kinds of um, beings that are not people-looking. But this specific crew, and Pleiadians, uh, are people. There are differences between us biologically and inside, but when you see them on the street, you wouldn't notice um, much difference. Maybe men, you would see something different because they are very big; they are huge, like they are like these space Vikings, as they as they call themselves. Um, so that's how this started, and since two thousand seventeen, that we we started this communication, which is on the line, by the way. That's something that we have to stress explain um also and so this communication since it started 2017 it's been going on almost daily with some breaks here and there we chat with them live uh, through the online software and it's it's daily and it's um and it's in it's um and it's a personal communication where we just talk about personal things personal lives uh personal things they have in their lives our personal lives, we established a friendship with them. Like you would you would chat with them just like you would chat with anybody, your friend online, but apart from that, they share with us so much information about so many different topics, and it's all on my channel, Cosmic Agency, where there are over 250 videos produced in all subjects that you can imagine. Science, biology, spirituality, metaphysics, technology as the UFO navigation, they explain in detail how their ships operate, how the UFOs operate, and just there's so much and it never stops. Stop me at any point because I, I could go on.
0: Okay. Well, this is a great point because I have so many questions already. Yeah. How did you first react when you came into communication with them the very first okay. time? I mean, what was going through your mind? Like, is this? Were you thinking, wow, is this real? Is someone playing yes. games with me? I mean, can you tell us yes. about
1: that? I actually have a video too about my reaction. I made a video about a year ago, uh, how this contact affects me. And it's like a personal video where I'm explaining all this in detail. But yeah, I mean, I was was completely shocked. I just couldn't believe that someone, that there's an extraterrestrial person right now in the orbit of the earth communicating with me and talking to me and giving me information. It was just mind boggling to me. And I must say that, I have always craved to have an extraterrestrial contact. I was never interested in UFO sightings, not nothing like that. I just wanted to know what they say and why they are here. And I, and I always craved to have that direct communication. But I have to say, I never expected that this communication would take this form, online, chatting, mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is completely unprecedented. Uh, in a way, and that's why many people have problems with this contact because it's like, whoa, well, it's online. How do you know you're speaking really to the extraterrestrials? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people are used to channeling. People are used to other types of contact, telepathy, but this is new. Uh, this is not the first type of contact online. They have con, they, mm, there are other races that communicated online through some other people, but still in general, it's new. And that's why many people are still apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must say, also, this is important. They have not they have not opted for channeling or, telep- or telepathy because they have tried this in the past. They have been doing that in the past. But now that we have Internet and technology, uh, they have decided to use this technology to access the people reach people through this means because it's much more reliable there's no intervention here no interference of my mind mm-hmm. i am not interpreting what i feel or what i'm receiving i am actually in my videos it's word by word what they said i don't distort anything so it's coming directly from them and this is their preferred preferred method of contact right now mm-hmm. and this is not to dismiss channeling it it is a real phenomenon, telepathy as well, but it's not as reliable. So going back to my reaction, I was, I always wanted to have the contact, but I never expected this is going to be this way. And uh, I was, I just couldn't believe it. I was ecstatic. I was happy. Um, I actually had to hide it from my then boyfriend for, for a long time because he never believed any of this. So I remember I had chats with them around midnight and Good thing that he was sleeping at that time, but I was like, you know, making up stories of who, who I'm chatting to because uh, he he would never believe it. Um, so, yeah, my reaction was just of gratitude, shock, amazement, and mm-hmm. I'm still super grateful until this day.
0: Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> Let me ask you this you mentioned apprehensive and so at some point were you apprehensive and doubtful and if you were what was it that confirmed it for you that this mm-hmm. is real what happened what was the experience
1: no i was not really i was never really apprehensive myself i, w- I was referring more to um, to the people to the people when they react uh, to the story uh, which is understandable, of course. There are so many stories out there, and there is so much disinformation, and you know, unfortunately, it's very difficult for people to discern. I completely sympathize with with the people. Now, the UFO community is infiltrated, and they even told us it is infiltrated by the CIA, by Jesuits, who are trying to con- to control this ufo and spiritual narrative okay it's a fact so of course how can people know who is who it's super difficult that's why actually in the beginning even they were not even sure if it's if it's if it's really effective or useful for us to share any of this information because they didn't want to contribute to the chaos that's happening you know they didn't want to contribute to the soup of information uh, so uh sorry i'm like distracting myself with thoughts and i had to keep coming back to your question uh, so your question was about uh, yeah my, my my thought about whether this could be what it is it was maybe you know i had my questions and doubts maybe in the first week and it wasn't even a doubt it was just like a normal logical question i would ask them well how do i know you are who you say you are how do i know this and that um you know and i must say that i just i just I just okay, how to say this in in the beginning i just I just knew because I trusted that older lady person who introduced them to us. she's a respectful older lady with a lot of experience, so I just trusted her in the beginning that was that was that was um that was it, and then, as I started talking to them um it's hard for me to explain why it's just the the first of all the amount of information and the quality of, of the information type of the information and uh, it just shows very clearly that there is no agenda here they never wanted anything they didn't want to they didn't even want me to make videos they never asked for it that's the thing they never like approached me and say hey Goshak, why don't you make videos never it came from me it was my idea because when they started sharing this information, the quality of it was so amazing, it was like, people should know this, this is amazing. So I asked, can I make videos? And like I said, in the beginning, they were not sure because like, there's so much out there already, we don't want to confuse people more. But I said, hey, no, that's, that, that's just tough. People will need to discern, but I still feel this is worthwhile sharing. So they never had any agenda. They don't they ne- never want any money or anything like that. They don't have money in their societies. They spend hours and hours daily for the fourth year now with no agenda, no other purpose than just be a friend, share what they share. They have this amazing you know, drive, especially that main girl we talked to, Zvaru and Yashi, they are the main. The main ones uh, with whom we talk, she has an amazing drive and passion to share what she knows and she just wants to help. You can just feel that this is there's nothing behind this It's just the sheer desire to help raise and expand our consciousness, because all these topics are super empowering, super spiritual, super liberating and it just helps people to understand more of this matrix reality there's nothing more behind this and then as the time went on also we started developing this personal there was a personal element to this uh there were personal you know interactions and stories and details that we were we, we, we can't even reveal much because it's like on a personal level so that additionally confirmed to me even though i didn't really need any confirmation but if someone asks That additionally confirms that, you know, there is nothing here, uh, be apart from what it is, you know. Um, so I could call, I could also continue, but this is just an hour show. So, yeah,
0: it's interesting that you asked that. I mean, that you mentioned that because I was gonna say, do you ever have just personal chats with you and them about your life? (laughs) Have they even told you things about you? that you never yes. told them that they they somehow found out about you.
1: Well, they yes, well actually, you know, they 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 told me my um my my connection with them actually, you know, they they have revealed to me that actually I I am a target and played in Starseed as well, and they even told me I am in the immersion pod. I don't know if you know what immersion pods are. Okay, the immersion pods technology is actually how many extraterrestrials Extraterrestrial people and beings come in here to Earth. It's actually um, an advanced technology where you act, where you put yourself in the pod, and you re- and you wire yourself to the 3D avatar, okay? And you your consciousness is being redirected to um to the Earth experience avatar. So you are here, you are in a human form, and this is my case. That's what they told me. And, and you are here, you are in a human form, but actually. Your 5d body is, is is up there in the pod. you are just rewired here. your points of attention of your consciousness is rewired to have this experience through the human avatar. Mm. and this is a very common technology uh, for the extraterrestrials to use to come in and be and be and experience this life as a human because many of them come in incarnated from the source. they talk about the source um so many souls just come in normal in a normal way through the normal incarnation but then many of them come through this immersion technology so yeah so that's that's one of the things they told me about me they they explained uh, the connection i have with them and um and yeah personal stuff we talk a lot about personal stuff i would say even more than the information for the people
0: so it sounds like the immersion pod is something similar to the matrix where they're wired in up there and then you're yes. here in this kind of fake reality.
1: It is. It, it, exactly. It is very, 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 very similar. Um, it's just that the difference is if you die here, I think I remember if you died in the matrix in the movie, your avatar up there died too. But here, if you die here, uh, all, you, all, all that happens, you just wake up in your pod. Mm-hmm. so um, so that's, that's how it is and we have detailed videos about the immersion technology in detail how it works
0: mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned that you use a specific software are you allowed to share what that is
1: no we, uh, we are not really allowed to share what it is uh, just because they don't want people to be going there and looking for them and you know uh, it's out there anyways there are people who know but I would just prefer to keep it out uh, for now, but it's an online public software. It's not any, it's any, it's nothing magical, and they don't appear on my screen suddenly typing. It's a it's a it's a, they have to use digital computers. You know, they on their own board they have holographic computers. They're, that are not holographic technology, it's nothing to do with our technology, it's a quantum computers. Mm-hmm. And here we also have videos on quantum technology, which has nothing to do with how we perceive quantum technology on Earth but to connect to our computer for her to connect to my computer and through that software they need to have digital computers as well so they they wire their signals through the holographic computers to the digital computers and then and then they connect you mm-hmm. know
0: i guess it's just like a chat screen on your end
1: yes Yes. It's like, you know, in the old times we had MSN
0: yeah. chat
1: or something. So it's like we are chatting live. It's not Facebook. It's not WhatsApp. It's it's not emails. It's a, it's a live communication.
0: So you're saying that there's a bunch of different alien species up there. Is that what the Galactic Federation is?
1: Well, exactly. However, I do not like that word alien, actually, because alien has this neg- negative association. Uh, you know, it has alien invasion and like mm-hmm. some species that are alien to our planet, which basically. Uh, but I, I don't see them as 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 alien. I, they have been here before. We have been here. Mm. I know this, they, they they are ancient here. They have always been here, and they come and go. Some uh, some crews, you know, come and go. They interchange, but the extraterrestrial presence around the Earth and on Earth has been here forever so they are not alien to this place and and um w- wait what was the question uh
0: so uh, well let's just say the extraterrestrials that are in orbit around the earth yeah. is that what the galactic federation is ah,
1: yes the galactic federation yes there is an organization it's totally true Are uh, they um that with with has that name galactic federation sorry federation of united planets it's exactly as it is in star trek actually the name however it has to be remembered and they explained this to us as well that a lot of this information in series its movies in movies is put in there on purpose it's not that we invented this we steal it from the shows it's the reverse it's the reverse it's the shows and the series and movies that Hide this information in public. So yes, there is a the Galactic Federation, which they call Federation of United Planets or whatever. But there are different translations here, and it is a huge conglomerate of of uh, of races. There are hundreds of races who believe who belong to this organization, but most of them Andromedans. Andromedans are very heavily influenced here around Earth. They are one of the principal races, and also Syrians, uh, Centauri um and also tagetans but here there's a there's a there's an element that i just have to say that tagetans are rebellious here a rebel a rebellious group against the federation because they don't agree with a lot of the federation methods with regards to how the earth is managed but that's for a totally different subject so mm-hmm. i'm not even going there wow
0: all right. So in the beginning, I mentioned that we were going to talk about their information of the afterlife. So yes. you've given me some about some just come here directly from source and some are in immersion pods. What else have they told you about the afterlife?
1: Okay. So as we know, um, <laughs> uh, as we know, we are, we are more than just this physical body. So there is no, there is no death as it is understood here, of course, our life continues, our consciousness is eternal, uh, and we are source. Our soul is source. They have been explaining that it's not like we are just part of the divine reality, we are it. We are a holographic fragment of the source, which is containing the whole, which is containing everything that the source is. So that means that after we die, that after we die, we basically manifest to ourselves by the source power that we have. We manifest to, uh, for ourselves a reality that we have in our minds um, at the moment of death. Okay, let, let me just explain. Everything is by the frequency match. They always explain to us that everything is frequency and everything happens by the frequency match. So if you need a person in your life, you manifest that person because you are a match by, by with your frequency to that person. We also attract situations and events. Law of mirrors and law of attraction is very much real, they said. And uh, we we attract by the frequency match Everything to our lives, even the circumstances, no matter how negative may seem, it's it's there because somehow we are a match to that situation. Uh, another thing, I will get to the afterlife now. Um, and another thing to remember is that everything is ideas. That every the whole universe is constructed on the ideas on the mind energy. So, so now as we die we are still carrying certain ideas and attachments, because when we die, we don't finish. We Our ideas, actually, and our perceptions continue. Uh, so by the frequency match, because that frequency match concept continues after life, by the frequency match and by our uh, attachments to certain ideas, we manifest the reality that that we carry at that moment in our mind. So that's why it's so important to liberate ourselves from the, any limiting ideas before we die, because we will carry them after life. So she was explaining to us, you're frozen a bit. Can you hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. She was explaining to us that here as we live this life, we are under many limiting matrix ideas. And that's her her job is to like liber, liberate us from those ideas. So when you die, you are source, yes, you are in a source reality. However, your point of attention, your soul, still carries the attachments to some of these limiting ideas. And through that, you can manifest whatever it whatever reality, manifest because you are source and you can manifest things fast after that after death. But you will manifest that, 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 that reality based on your ideas that you still carry. So, for example, someone who dies in an accident very fast and who is very attached to their body and very attached to this reality. When they die, they will carry those those attachments and those ideas to that afterlife moment. And they may recreate their astral reality based on their memories, because the mind doesn't die when you die. So you will recreate the astral body for yourself you will perceive actually yourself still with the body they were she was explaining how many of these dead people who are still attached to the physical or maybe died fast didn't know they are dead they don't know even they are dead sometimes so they so they see themselves still with their clothes walking the streets and um and many times they start to create alliances and groups with other disembodied beings who are also there for the same reason um, so that's why it's very important not to have attachments, you know, not to have those limiting ideas in your mind um, before you die, because it will kind of create your reality afterwards. Uh, many times people will, um, after they die, they will see what they expect to see, because they will create reality out of their beliefs. Because in that moment, in that state, in the source state, you be- create what you believe. We always do that, 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 that's what she's saying. We do this every single moment of our life. We create based on our inner reality. We project to the outside what our inside is. However, here in 3D, it's very slow and it's very pasty and it doesn't seem like it's like that, but Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. But after life, it happens faster. So based on your beliefs, you will create your reality. So that's why many people will see Jesus, or many people will see whoever they have attachment to. It will they just like project project it's, itself in front of them because that's because they will generate that. They they are the ones who generate that. Um, so so that's a that's one thing um, that they told us about the afterlife. Mm. Another thing very important here also is that um they they explain to us the concept of reincarnation and how how we continue our existence after this life and how we how we carry our ideas and visions and and values to another life it's not like we have this life and then another and they are unconnected disconnected Uh, there is a thread of of a life plan or or a or, of a life journey throughout all these incarnations. Uh, so sometimes that that's why things may be happening to your life now you don't understand or whatever, but it's because it has its root somewhere else, somewhere in another incarnation. Um, oh, there's just so much here I'm wrapping myself around what 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 to say next because there's so much. Uh, yeah. Oh. And another important thing, I just want to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I have I just made a video about this few weeks ago, and this is super interesting concept. I'm sure you'll be surprised. I was when I when I heard this. People here on Earth, they have a concept of reincarnation going from A, B, C, D. But actually, you know, this is this is something you have to remember that the, the, the reality out there is atemporal and not linear. So we are seeing this in a linear way from our perspective. We go from Jane and then we are born as as Betty and then Elizabeth or whatever. But actually, you can be looping back. You can even loop back to the same life that you just had because of the attachments that you still have to your persona. So from that source level that you are when you die, you are going back to the same point that you just went through, because maybe you have some attachments to something you haven't accomplished. You want to correct something. You want to, uh, you know, amend things. You Mm -hmm. want to do it better this time. That's why, again, we tell people it's very important to let go, to to, to live, you know, without these attachments to making things perfect, because there is a big possibility you may come back Because from the source, it's all happening at once. It's not like A, B, C. That's a very linear human perception. Mm -hmm. But from the source field level, it's all happening at once. And your point of attention, your soul, may want to recreate what it just experienced for whatever reason. Anyway.
0: Well, are you saying that then you may reincarnate back to the same life and start over and relive the same exact life again?
1: Yes, and it ha- happens a lot to the suicide victims. We have a video on we have a video on reincarnation loops. It's called reincarnation loops and why they occur. They are, it's called reincarnation loops in our in, in my channel. And I also have a video on suicides mm-hmm. and how it is important not to suicide yourself because many times that soul, that point of attention of the source will want to recreate that, to repeat that, to make it better. Yeah. So it's dangerous.
0: Yeah. So we were talking about frequencies and gosh, I had a good question about frequencies, but I just, you know, I focus in on you and I forget my question oh. about frequency, but oh, I was going to oh, yeah. say that. So are you saying also that if you can somehow change your beliefs or your limiting beliefs, then you're going to maybe increase your frequency and get you into a higher level?
1: Yes. Well, yes, exactly. And that's why it is important to, um, to um, to break out of these limiting beliefs and ideas, which here we are immersed in, because this whole matrix reality is all based on lies. That's how it's being done. That, that that's how it's being created. Uh, so so it's important to break off from these limiting mental ideas, because with that you expand in awareness and your perception. You integrate more and more into yourself, and this expand your frequency and raises your frequency, and you become more and you integrate more into your sense of self. And this is how this is how you how you can escape this place. Because, because, because many times, this is important, many times people will come back to earth to the cycles of suffering and you know, this duality realm, because of their own ideas, and attachments to having to return. This is very important. It's not that there are archons waiting for you at death, telling you you have to come back. No one is there forcing you to come back. There are no archon traps, because many people talk about, oh, there are archon traps after we die and they force us back. Well, they explain to us that there are no archons, traps. There might be archons. There is a huge zoo uh, out there, but they see- are not. Yeah. I-
0: I need to stop you one second but yeah. i don't know who the arkans are
1: okay the arkans are like the dark entities astral darker negative regressive entities who are trapping souls after death that's what mm-hmm. many people say mm-hmm. and the, yes there are darker entities just like they are positive entities uh, like they, they 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 told us it's a huge zoo out there in the astral world whatever so they are there but they will Take advantage of your beliefs. Like for example, if you believe in karma, if like I have to come and I have to go back and I have to fix this, or if you believe, you know, in 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 anything that you know that you have to go back and correct something. So they will use that belief and they will tell you you have to build, you have to go back to Earth, you have to be there because you did wrong or sins. If you believe in sins, for example, yeah, you have you make these sins. You have to go back. So you are giving your power away to this negative and, and. entities and you are returning back to earth but not because they force you to they have nothing on you you can go on and beyond that if you so choose to but many people because they don't know they are free they don't know who they are they think they need to be giving that power away to these entities and they are convinced to come back by those by those beings but you don't have to you don't have to listen to them You are your own sovereign person and you decide and choose where you want to go. But that's why having this high frequency and and, and heightened perception is important because with that, you can discern and you can choose and you can see for yourself where is the best place for you to go. So after you die, you will have a choice to continue to other life uh, somewhere else, other planets. There are millions of places to experience, not just the Earth, but people don't know that. So they are recreating themselves back to Earth because that's what their belief system is. And that's what the controllers want.
0: So what is the whole point of people living on the Earth? Why do people come (laughs) here? Why are humans reincarnating here? What's the whole point to this life?
1: This is a huge topic. And Mm -hmm. you just have to watch my videos too uh, because it explains so much. This this whole... This... This whole reality is 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 a is a sort of a playground, school, um, learning place where souls from all over the place come in and can have challenging experience as seeming one race because that's not a topic we are here, we think we are one race here. All humans. well, that's not so. that's why so many differences appear. We are actually, as they call it, in a human biosuit. This is a human biosuit, but who is inhabiting those biosuits are countless of extraterrestrial races coming here seemingly as one race, having this seeming human experience. But we are different races. We are coming from different cosmic backgrounds and the different values. Each race will have a different life philosophy will different have a slightly different belief system. So that's how we have so many differences on earth because we are not one race. This is just and this is just an illusion. Yeah. We are not so why and why they come here is because this is. This is one of the only places in the universe where you can experience so many contrasts and so much duality and so many challenges. And for many souls, uh, especially from higher level, for many souls, this is this is their their, their way to form themselves. They 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 experience the, the, the limits of what they are, what they are not. They can define themselves. Through these experiences, because many times you have to see, you have to understand that, for example, in Tageta, there is not much going on. Life is very peaceful. There's nothing, ha- nothing happening. Uh, they 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 were telling us that one of the biggest challenges is, you know, is a is a is some animal um, infestation in the farm. You know, like for example, they have a farm because they are people. They farm. They like to be in nature, and um, some animal infestation, or you know, or someone changes the color of their House and you know wow big event mm-hmm. nothing happening uh here we have this drastic 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 reality where there is so much going on and many souls have this idea that they have to come here to this drastic duality in order to define more who they are uh, to define more their their soul preferences uh, and just you know to challenge themselves but this is also what what Yaski's is explaining to us that. This is not necessary. That many souls are kind of trapped, kind of trapped within this idea that they have to come here to this drastic realm of dualities to form themselves. But we are telling people, you don't have to. This is a choice. Uh, This is a choice, but you don't have to really be forming yourself based on these harsh situations that are so extreme. But many souls have that idea. And also another point is that From the 5D level, where those extraterrestrial beings are incarnating, this is not as serious as it seems to us from 3D. It's sort of a game to them. Like, you know, you come in here and you have your life. It's very short because they live, you know, 1,000 years, 2,000 years. To live what we live is like nothing. It's a short intense incarnation you get in you get out you have your experiences that you have never that you can never have in other places in the universe a very enriching for them you know but it's not as serious to them as it is to us that's why it's not it's not that's why this is this is not an element where they targetons don't agree with the federation because the targetons see human suffering as something more serious and they do not agree with the Federation view of it like it's a game, like it doesn't matter so much what happens here, because they get out and they will just look at it from a distance. Oh, that was a nice experience. The the, 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 the and try to make the Federation understand that the suffering as you are within Earth is very real. Is, is is very real because even though it's a simulated reality or whatever, that's another topic, the experience is very real. We are here and we are experiencing what we experience for real. Our emotions are being involved and, and traumas. And sometimes these traumas will be carried over to another life. So it is very important what we experience here. It's not just some kind of a game like it is for many other extraterrestrial races.
0: What type of aliens are working with the government and underground bases?
1: Um, what kind of... Mm, uh, there are different types of uh, beings. I don't know, working, working. There are different types of being, uh, regressive beings who are in uh, here on Earth. There are, of course, reptilian races. However, again, Yasky he explains here very much about how these regressive races, reptilians and maitres, maitres are just like manifestations of our darker collective unconscious. But that's another topic. Uh, because everything is a projection from our, from our mind, including those regressive beings who actually could not have their existence without their creators. They cannot create themselves. They don't have that kind of connection with the source. They need us, the creators to mean to sustain their existence anyway so the reptilians the the maitres are one of those dracos are one of those more um negative races tall greys uh, as well uh i know i don't want to mess this up right now because i don't have good memory for names and, and all that details uh tall whites i think But now I'm talking about the regressive races, because as soon as you mention government, it's like I'm the negative things come to my mind. So I just mentioned the negative races, but they also talk to uh, positive races as well. And they do have communication with the Federation as well. But I don't know to what extent and what country. um, I don't have that much information exactly on that topic.
0: Can you give us some examples of some of the things they have told you that have just completely blown your mind?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, their their reincarnation loops also kind of blew my mind because you know I, I didn't expect that. I, we we here we are so linear in three D humans. We think in reality it goes like this, like an arrow, but it doesn't go like an arrow. It's all you know happening at once, and it can actually. Go back. Now she's also talking about the reverse time, like how something in the future can be actually influencing something in the past, mm. because from the field of the source, it's all happening at once, and the, li- the reality there in 5D is semi linear. It's not like an arrow here. So that's one thing. But one one of the earlier things that actually um, surprised me a lot, too, and a lot of people, it was quite a controversial subject, was the topic of false people, unreal people, where they were um, backdrop people, as Dolores Cannon says. It's those people among us, and there are quite a lot of them, four in five is unreal. These are the people who are basically... Like a holographic insert from the matrix um, that is operated from the moon. What
0: are you? What are you saying that these are background people? I mean, not real people. I mean, are they're just drones? Well, yeah, exactly. Around, or what?
1: It well, um, it's okay. There is a matrix technology on the moon that has in its uh, power to to insert to insert. And project onto our reality here, uh, false constructs. This can be false people. This can be false, even false cities, even events, because everything, everything is done by the frequency management. So they, by, by manipulating frequencies from up there, uh, they can actually insert a certain situation by the frequency management don't ask me how it's done because it's very complicated for me it's technical but it's she was they were explaining how this works so um so 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 yeah there could be even events inserted that did not happen but to our perception it will happen uh, and people people who are among us but do not have any soul they are basically matrix people agent smiths they are they are they are here but they, are, they don't have any real essence, and that was a shock to me because I always thought everybody, even no matter how much you were asleep, uh, and you know, not a spiritual person, I always believe everybody has that divine essence, and you know, and, and apparently only one person in five are real. Uh, that's why it's such a struggle here, and that's why you know they told us sometimes you are you are you are meeting one of these people and nothing is reaching them or. There's just so much uh, frequency dissonance with those people. It's because they are never going to get what you are trying to tell them. So there's no point actually, you know, telling everybody around you what you know, because literally some of them will never get it because they are not programmed to. So you just offer the information to whatever, whoever is willing to listen. And if they are interested, then they will follow. And if not, you just let it go. And those matrix unreal people uh and we're not the only ones who talk about this like i'm saying dolores canon talked about this as well backdrop people she called them mm. uh, uh, you know they, they are everywhere they are in our families wherever but very important thing here to remember do not go around looking for those people because it's a very dangerous concept because now people will be like oh i know this is on you are unreal that my boss is unreal You have to respect everybody just the same because you don't know. From our level, they told us it's impossible to differentiate because someone may seem unreal and like there's no one in there. But actually, it could be even a starseed or or a highly evolved evolved person who chooses to have this kind of experience of not remembering who -hmm. who he is or she is. So that's why it's important to treat, treat everybody the same and with the same respect because you just don't know who is who.
0: Makes sense. It, to me, it appears that there are more people on the planet at this time than ever. Is that true? And if so, why do you think that is?
1: Well, this is one of the arguments that actually Kabbalah is using uh, for what they are doing right now. I don't know if this is the topic that you want to mention on your channel or not, because you know they censor videos that mention vaccines and all that. But you know, this is one of the arguments that they use for this depopulation program that, that we we are we are having right now, but they told us that it's actually not the case. That it's actually, I don't know now the numbers exactly, but they told us that the, the, what they are telling us officially, the number of people is not as many. It's not as many as what they tell us. There is no overpopulation. There is no need to be doing what they are doing with this depopulation ideas that they have, agenda 2030 or whatever. So, no, there are not as many people as as the cabal wants us to believe.
0: So, maybe what you're saying is that we just have the numbers wrong, or there are more background people than ever.
1: There could be background people, yes, or the numbers are wrong. I mean, there's so much they are giving us that is wrong. Everything is reversed. Science, uh, you know, education, religions, all that. There's so much that we are given that is wrong, you know, so... Hmm. I don't remember now exact numbers. They 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 told us I, I don't remember so many things because it's been so many things that they shared with us and so many videos. I don't have the memory for all that. Hmm.
0: Can you give us some examples of some limiting beliefs that we can shake?
1: Okay, very good question. I would like I wish I had this question before so I can think. Hmm. Um one of the limiting beliefs that we can shake. Uh one of the one of, one of the very um, well one of the most more, most basic ideas that to to shake off is 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 what actually is it's what actually it's what's happening outside the earth like that's not one of the basic ones there are other more spiritual deeper ones but actually you know that we are not the only human race in the universe, there is life outside and there are so many human looking races out there. And that we have not been created here on Earth. Another belief is that we have been created by some changed genetically by Anunnakis, for example. And this is the kind of belief that also puts us in a victim mode. Because there's so many beliefs that put us in a victim mode here, you know, we have been changed by the Anunnaki's our genetics has been limited, our DNA has been, uh, you know, limited artificially so poor us there's nothing we can do about it and actually she explained to us that that's not how it was done it was it was done by controlling the beliefs because if you control the consciousness if you believe if you control what people believe this rewire, re, rewires and rewrites your genetics and this is how our genetics has been changed by manipulating our beliefs and squeezing and contracting the perception of people on 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 earth and and this is a very important belief to uh, limiting belief to shake off that we have been artificially changed so there is nothing we can do about it no everything is all is still within us the the the, the, the power the, the creativity the source is who we are and it's all depends on our perception uh, it doesn't matter what happened in the past it doesn't matter how our genetics has been altered by our perception we have in our power to rewrite that perception. And that's what they are doing. They're trying to break our perception off and I mean, liberate that perception. So we can even influence our genetics back to what it was before and back to how they are in 5D. Um, Karma, for example, is another very important limiting belief that like many people are stuck to these ideas that, you, that they have to carry karma, the burdens, the, the, the things they have to repair or sins, lessons, you know, you, you don't have to, it's all your choice. It's all your, everything you do in your life is your choice. It's the choice of your, where you sh- where you put your attention. So you carry it, the karmas and whatever, as long as long uh, for as long as you want and choose to. And they told us it's like a funny money. It's only valid within the monopoly. Mm-hmm. If you are playing the monopoly game, the money is valid because you are playing the game. Once you realize this is a game and you don't have to play the game, you are free. And that money means nothing anymore. So mm-hmm. that's, that's their goal, to make us free.
0: I'm assuming you've changed some of your limiting beliefs. So- how have you changed personally over the years getting rid of these limiting
1: beliefs? Uh-huh.
0: And what have you noticed, if any, improvements in your life?
1: Okay. It's uh, a very good question, too. Never, No one ever asked me that. Um, I don't know. I, do, I would have to think about it. I've been so focused on making these videos that I kind of um took away the focus from myself in those last years. I even stopped meditating, you know. I mean, I know I should and all that, but before I used to meditate like an hour a day. And, and since I started doing this, I just my attention goes just to making these videos because I feel like, okay, I will have time to meditate when I finish this, you know, when I'm somewhere. Um, so how did I change? I would I would have to think about that. Um a bit more, I just I feel I'm much more expanded in a way how I perceive reality. It's much more fluid and not so solid to me anymore. It's very nonlinear as well. So it's not like I changed myself, like my personality or whatever. It's more how I interact, how I perceive the reality. I see, I see how it flows in a in a different way than how it how it used to before. And I understand things in a different light. I don't take it as seriously as before um and and i start to see more and more how everything actually is a reflection of our ideas i i see that more and more because this is the one of the core teachings of yaski that actually the whole universe is just an idea everything is based on ideas and attachments to these ideas even the way you recreate you even your own afterlife experience that you have will be based on the attachments to the ideas you have in this life so I see this more and more I see even like I don't know objects before me being simply like an idea that that my brain is you know decoding in some way like you know there's no spoon in the matrix Mm -hmm. I I see this more and more and you know Yaski's Varu actually she's the one She's one. She she's more advanced than other Taigetans. That's another topic. But like she's she's not even regarded as Taigetan anymore. And she can do things they cannot. Uh, so, for example, she can cross walls. She can bilocate. And she's explaining in one of the videos how she does this and how she deprogrammed herself from these limiting ideas. Because even in five D, you still operate within ideas. Within there are certain rules of reality rules of physics you know like for example matter hard matter that's one of the ideas that we have it's it's a limiting idea it's a limiting idea but it's it's based on a collective agreement we have on the spiritual level of perceiving this as as a cup you know collectively we are perceiving this as a cup and it's a hard matter and we can't cross our finger through it but she's explaining to us that that's also an idea and you know, you can break through that and you can cross walls and you can learn to teleport and do all these things that we perceive as unchangeable. It's all ideas in our heads.
0: Did they ever talk to you about the whole, the construct of the entire universe and planets?
1: Yes. Mm. Actually right now I'll be posting a, a series on the solar system. So each video will be dedicated to one planet in our solar system and they will, and she will explain what happens in those planets. So that's that's coming in the near future. All right. Mm.
0: If you haven't, do you have a video that lists a whole bunch of limiting beliefs that you can, you know, change and if not, would you ever consider making one like just a video of like, okay, here's 10 limiting beliefs that you should change?
1: That's a very good idea for the video actually I haven't done it, but I should maybe uh, put that on uh, on my list to do uh, to do things uh, because yeah it's like we have 250 videos and these different limiting ideas, you know, they appear throughout all these videos. I don't have one specific videos that summarizes them mm-hmm. all, but maybe I should do it. I think it's a good idea.
0: Do you have your videos in separated into playlists? And if so, what, what are some of the playlists that you have? So if we wanted to kind of scroll through there and look at, look at different topics.
1: I started doing that, but I am not continuing. Actually, I I wanted to divide all my videos into topics. Yes, I haven't done it yet. So for now, I just have one huge playlist, which is videos from the beginning to the end of our contact. And there is also like uh, lives, you know, that that I do. But I wanted to divide my videos according to spirituality, metaphysics. There are metaphysical conversations. Uh, very expanding metaphysical ideas, then, you know, more uh, biology and genetics, all that. Of course, technology. There has been a lot said about technology, quantum computers, um, um, te- the technology of the of the ships, crystal core reactors, you know, and free energy, free energy uh, also has been mentioned. But I haven't done it yet. No.
0: Have they said whether they travel here interdimensionally or through wormholes, or how are they getting through the you know because the distances are so great? Yeah. How are they making it here
1: uh, to to make to make it through the great distances like for example through Tege- from tageta to here, they are using a supraluminar flight mode, which is a hyperspace kind of like a warp, but they don't use that uh, term anymore. they said they 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 use the term uh, hyperspace they jump to the hyperspace where actually there's no spaces there. It's just by frequency management. In other words, and it's explained it in the video, they just put the frequency address in their holographic computers. And as every place has its address, numerical value. Like for example, here, this table here in my room in Finland has a numerical frequency value. So all they have to do is when they are in hyperspace, type in, like I'm saying type in, equivalent to human terms, mm-hmm. uh, type in that address, which is going to be very huge, numerical value, and they just appear, appear in that address. It's not, they they, they travel, the ship actually doesn't go from one location to another. When they are in the hyperspace, it's, allo- uh, there is, the, the, it's, um there are no distances. It's not local. So it's, there's no traveling from point A to B. They just manifest themselves by adjusting that numerical frequency address and they appear and then they appear around Earth. They jump down from hyperspace and then they can use normal proportion, proportion methods they are around around the Earth they are using pro- proportional methods, anti-gravity methods as well
0: Okay, it makes a lot of sense yeah if you go if you go into hyperspace and then it's just like tuning a radio, you just tune to a different exactly. frequency and then you're instantly yes. there. All right, so can you give us some examples of things to do in our life that we can raise our frequencies?
1: to do to things to do in our life to raise our frequency i have a full video on that anything that you ask i have a video on that (laughs) (laughs) yes that's a good thing people can always uh, relate to those videos for more information Uh, there's a whole video how to raise frequency that was one of the one of the earliest videos i made how to raise frequency a lot of different ideas were made um uh, there are so many different things and it's so many different things you can do and it's actually something personal because everybody will themselves know what it is that makes them feel elevated and lifted you know everybody will have different different personal relative ways it's like with music you know there are types of music that you will feel elevate you and another person will be no this is horrible so so that's why it's for me it's, it's difficult to say that uh in this in a universal ways but of course you know contemplating higher concepts, for example. For me, what works, this is my way. You see, I go into nature and I put music and I contemplate some, you know, higher metaphysical concepts. I let them soak in and brew inside of me. And as I do that, I feel I'm expanding into the realms beyond the physical. And that raises my frequency. I feel it. Mm-hmm. And I come back recharged and better and renewed. Mm-hmm. So that's my ways. So, you know, being in nature, of course, Uh it, Purifies you a lot, you know, um, exercising, of course, you know, these normal common sense things, music, um, good relationships with people, just whatever you can do yourself to feel better. You know, give yourself those moments. Don't sacrifice yourself for the cause or for helping others. This was mentioned in my last video, actually, last last video where she explaining do not sacrifice and do not put yourself aside for for, for others, because that creates separation, you or others. It's not you or others. It's not being in the service of others, forgetting yourself. It's it's a unity. It's integration. You are part of that whole. So don't ever forget about yourself in the process.
0: I like that. On your channel, do you let your members or your subscribers ask questions and then you take those questions and ask them?
1: Very recently because uh, because there's just so many things to talk about and so many questions and people have so many requests and so many questions that very rarely I, I cannot do that anymore so because i would just saturate them you know um with all these questions and you know i have questions our you know my uh, work partner robert has questions there are also uh, two other girls who have had contact with them now and do the videos, Estella and Cristina from Pleiadian Knowledge. It's, there's just so many questions and they are so bombarded with things and that I, I don't have time anymore. If I see, I read those questions, though, I always read the comments. So if I see something super important, like I feel like, wow, this is really important, then, I'm, then I might ask, yes, but not very often, unfortunately. Okay. But I do, I do, I do do the sh- sessions sometimes like questions from the public. I made the videos where it was just based on questions from the public. Or for example, when I was making the video on Ark of, uh, Ark of the Covenant, that was the, one of the recent videos, Ark of the Covenant, what it is, it was explained. I let the audience ask questions. I said, can you ask questions? Give me the questions. I will pass them on. And I included them in the video.
0: Okay. So you kind of did that then.
1: I try when I can, but it's not—it's it's impossible to right. do to, to take all the questions.
0: All right, well, I'm running out of time, but before we yes. finish it up here, do you have one last message that you want to give everybody?
1: <laughs> last, I hate those. I, I hate that <laughs> when people ask me that I, for, for some reason because I feel so much under pressure to say something wise well, and There's no elevated. pressure. And sometimes I just—I just know I just, it's a good question. It's not that I hate it. Hate it. It's a good question and it's important. But I just sometimes feel not so inspired to really say anything more at this point. All I want to say is that if you are, if you are new and you want to check this, ch- check this information out in detail, so uh, Cosmic Agency, that's the channel in English, Agencia Cosmica in Spanish. There's also Pleiadian Knowledge channel, which is done by, in English also by two girls, Estela and, and Christina, who also talk to them and then the website where you can actually find all the transcripts in pdfs you don't have to watch the videos you can read it you can download it and read it and uh, www.zwaru.org
0: okay and i'll put a link okay, to that okay
1: so yeah that's the that's the website and um and I would just say that if you if you if you if you if you are new and if you are intrigued by this information, be open, give it a chance, see what this is about. This is definitely real. Uh, I vouch my life for that. And um, you know, this is gonna help your life. I th- I think it's very empowering spiritual information. And also, there's something for everybody. There's technical stuff as well for for geeks, uh, technological stuff. So so check it out and. Let it speak to you or not.
0: Well, Goja, thank you so much for joining me. This is a fun podcast. I wish you massive success in whatever you're doing. And uh, for you over there in Finland, have a great evening.
1: Thank you very much as well. And uh, hello back to Texas. Mm -hmm. I miss being there. I miss Texas.
0: Well, we welcome (laughs) you whenever you want to come back.
1: Thank you. I would like that. Let's see what happens with the world. Yes. Well, bye everybody. Thank you very much for, for following us here in the in the video. Thank you to all the followers. Bye.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.